G'day, you bloody weapons. Before we kick things off today, I'd like to jump in and say cheers. Cheers to all you legends for supporting the show here at the Smoko Combo Potty. If you're new and you want to jump on board the bandwagon of just being a bloody good bloke, help a brother out and leave us a five-star review on Spotify. Or if you're rapping your listening flaps around us on Apple, give us a cracking review because that wouldn't go astray, fellas. It helps us get into the ears of the other blokes just like yourself and in turn grows the community of legends just like you. Well, that's enough of the ear bashing from me. Let's get into the show. Well, you bloody heard it. The buzzer's gone and you know what time it is. It's time to kick back, relax, put your feet up. Not if you're driving, of course. And get yourselves ready for another episode of Smoko Combo. That's right, fellas. Welcome to the potty. G'day, g'day, g'day. Welcome back to the potty, you bloody legends, for another Smoko Combo. It's Christmas time, guys. Now, first up, full disclosure, if you are listening to this with the kids around, don't. You know I'm going to swear way too much for their little ears. And number two, this episode, we are talking about the big guy in the red suit. Wink, wink, if you know what I mean. All right, so it is a Christmas season and it is in full swing, guys. Hopefully a few of you guys have been off to your end-of-year Christmas parties or the end-of-year piss-up as we like to refer to it as last week. And I've seen plenty of the, um, the efforts out there on the socials from those that have been going on. And I'm telling you what, there's a few out there that are following along with the old do's and don'ts of the workplace piss-up party that we went over in last week's episode. Now, if you haven't heard that, and you've still got it coming up, all right, head back and listen to episode 17. And if you've got a party still to come this year, then maybe you might pick up on a few tips and tricks to make sure the year ends on a high. So now we're absolutely flying through December and I can hear the fat man starting to prep for the big day. So as we count down into the final days of the year and get ready for, you know, some rest and relaxation with the family. So it's that time of the year where, you know, we start to see a few of these certain fellas appear out in the wild. You know, they're coming out from hibernation, you know, from after the cooler months and They're out there having a bit of a stretch out the back, getting ready and prepped up for the silly season. And I reckon you might know a few of these guys as we start to go through the list today. Now, I asked you guys to help us out and put this list together out on the socials through the week. And if you're not already following us along, at Smoko Convo Potty, on the talk and the gram, and if you you ever feel like you want to contact me through the show, all right, use these pages as well. Whether you're wanting to get some extra information of us about a topic that we might be talking about, or if feel free to DM us and send us any feedback, or if there's another topic that you want us to touch base with on next year. So without any more ear bashing from me, I reckon we kick off this week's episode with the 12 days of That One Bloke Christmas edition. Now on the first day of Christmas, we've got that one bloke 
who goes all out when it comes to the Christmas lights. Now, you guys know this bloke is trying to bloody stomp his authority as the alpha male in the neighbourhood by showing off his power boxes and his zip tie skills. He's got a 20-foot blow-up Santa in the front yard and enough speakers outside blasting buble songs that it can blow Rudolph's nose right off his fucking head. Now, I'm all for getting into the festive spirit. I reckon, you know, we need a few of these legends out there in the community because they're bringing some joy and they're bringing happiness to the kids and, the, you know, everyone in the community. And seeing as the bloke spent probably the best part of the last few months setting up and decorating his house, I reckon, I reckon he deserves all the credit because the fact that he's done it means that I don't have to. I'm more than happy just to take my kids to go out and have a look at all his hard work. But if you are that bloke, just do us a favour, all right? Don't be that one bloke. He leaves his Christmas lights up till fucking June. I mean, come on, brother. You know, you've had your moment in the spotlight. Now it's time to pack them up and put them away. And I reckon the end of January is tops. Fold them all up, put them back in the shed. Because if you've still got the bloody things out in June, now you're just at that tipping point in the scales where you might as well just leave the bloody things up all year round. All right, swinging into number two, and on the second day of Christmas, you'll see that one bloke who always leaves his Christmas shopping until the last minute. Now, you know the bloke because he'll be that guy walking into the Christmas lunch. He'll have a six-pack of tins in one hand and a handful of envelopes in the other. And you can bet your bottom ass that when it comes time to hand out presents later on, everybody knows they're opening up that envelope and there's going to be a $20 Bunnings voucher in there. Now, shout out to Bunnings because they're good people, as we all know. Now, while you're sitting there thinking to yourself, that's all right, I'll, I'll chuck the voucher towards, you know, maybe the Renos or go get myself a new barbecue set or something like that, you know, you're pretty happy. But you're looking across at your nine-year-old nephew and you know that as soon as everybody has moved on after lunch, he's coming over and he's hitting you up for negotiations because he wants to trade. Because that Bunnings voucher ain't going to get him no V-Bucks to get him through the bloody school holidays. So I reckon you make him work for it and make him chuck in a few extra things in that offer as well. All right, now speaking of lunch, that brings us to number three in the list. All right, and this one here comes in from one of the listener suggestions. So shout out to Rick for this one here. Now there's always that one bloke who reaches in and starts eating before you say grace. Now, Big Rick, I'm going to have to confess. I'm sorry to say it, brother, but that's me. I am that one bloke. Now, there's a yarn that goes along with this, right? My uncle makes the best deviled eggs, or deviled eggs, however you want to say it. Right? He's got a secret recipe, and he always makes us up a batch when, it come, when he's coming along to the family Christmas. Now, these things are a fucking hot commodity. I mean, in our family, they're worth more than Bitcoin. And if you don't get in quick, I'm telling you now, you are missing out. So it becomes a secret covert mission between me, my brother, and the old man trying to work together to distract the old girl when, so that we can sneak in and swipe some of them off the table. Now, heaven forbid the old girl catches you because I tell you what, you'll lose a hand if she does. But even worse, you're going to get an absolute mouthful in front of everyone. And she'll even use that full mum voice on you as well. But you know what? I reckon I'm willing to take the risk. It's that important to me 
that I get a couple of those bad boys before everybody else does, that I'm going for it because they're that good. Now, what comes after lunch, fellas, hey? Well, I reckon there's always that one bloke who goes for the after Christmas lunch snooze. Now, you guys know this bloke because he's got a belly full of fresh ham and prawns and, you know, all that potato salad. He's topped it off with two slices of pavlova with all the extras. And he's washed it down with a couple of tins of Santa's Golden Lager straight from the North Pole. And then you know what? Within the next 20 minutes, his feet are going to be up. His hat's going to be tipped down. And he's going to be snoring loud enough to suck the tinsel off your tree. Now, usually this one bloke is the single guy in the family, I reckon. Well, at the very least, he's that uncle that doesn't have kids. And he's the envy to the rest of us all because, you know, while we're over here looking at him, resting his eyes before he wakes up and gets ready for kicking the Arvo kick-ons, all of us dads are just doing our best to ignore the kids as they're running around, you know, like wild animals on coke after they've sucked on their 15th candy cane for the day. And even, you know, every two seconds, all they want, you know, all they want help with, I guess, is just building their new Lego that they got from the same uncle who's now snoozing for the afternoon. Now, full disclosure, guys. All right, I know this bloke. I'm related to one of these fellas. And let's face it, it's probably just because I sound jealous. Because I am. (laughs) Now, my brother-in-law is a well-known snoozer. But this Christmas will be his last to enjoy his annual post-Christmas lunch snooze as he's got pitter-patter feet going to be running around in the next couple of months. And then he'll officially be dethroned as the napkin. Now, P.S., shout out to the bro-in-law, all right, for knocking one past the goalie and getting his sister up the duff. We're all super excited to welcome another one to the family. So to the both of yous, we can't wait. All right, now moving on, and we've got another listener one here, all right? Now, shout out to Liam, good old L-I-M. On the fifth day of Christmas, there's always that one bloke who looks totally devastated that he's been roped into wearing a matching outfit with the missus. Now, you know this bloke, you can see it in his eyes. Now, he's wearing this matching ugly sweater kind of onesie or something like that in the Instagram photos. But we all know deep down... He'd rather be rocking the wife beater and footy shorts off to the family catch-up. Now, if you are one of these fellas and you're actually on, you know, into getting the whole outfit going on or something like that, you know, good on you. I'm all for getting festive and everything like that. But I reckon the most of you are just going along with the whole, you know, happy wife, happy life kind of theory. And that you know that if there's any chance that Mrs. Claus is going to come and have an inspection on your secret sack later that night, well, you'll wear whatever the hell she tells you to. And I kind of reckon that's a pretty smart bloke right there. All right, so moving along, and there is always that one bloke who's up late on Christmas Eve struggling to assemble the presents. Now, you know this bloke, or hell, maybe you've even been this bloke in the past. You know, it's almost midnight, you're pulling your bloody hair out, And you're losing your shit because you can't work out how to put your daughter's new dollhouse together because there's 8,000 pieces and all the instructions are in Chinese. Now, this reminds me of one of those, uh, there's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode 
when Big Terry's trying to build one of his uh, a dollhouse for his twin girls, and you can see that in the end he has to concede defeat as he's curled up in the fetal position and he's been beaten by the princess's secret magical tower. Poor fella. Now, I've been there myself, but I've got two boys. I haven't had to build the secret magical tower. Instead, I've had to deal with bloody scooters and bikes and all those kind of things. But there's always something that goes wrong last minute. Now, I reckon this particular bloke, he deserves a shout-out because he has taken it on the, on the job to do the whole DIY thing in order to save the $25 assembly fee that the shop was going to charge mum. And at this stage of the night, I know you're wishing you just forked out the hard-earned cash because you could be sitting back, eating cookies and getting yourself ready for bed. But I reckon that's what makes this bloke the true superstar. Because even after all the struggles that he's faced and overcome, he's not even going to get any of the praise for his efforts. The fat guy in the red suit is going to take all the credit. And that right there just ain't cricket, fellas. Now, speaking of cricket, that's a fucking perfect segue into the seventh day of our 12 days of Christmas, that one bloke edition. All right, now this one here is coming from an absolute bloody legend, Big Tommy Dale, co-host of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Now, if you guys haven't gotten around Tommy and Cam from the Alpha Blokes podcast, you must have been living under a fucking rock or you've been so far in yourself that the world around you has just started to turn into one big blur. They're one of the biggest and best potties in the country, guys. So if you guys haven't gotten around them, get your ass over there, give them a follow and start tuning in weekly. Right, show the blokes some fucking love because they're doing a whole lot for fellas out there and how they deal with their head noise and cause them plenty of laughs along the way. So Tommy reckons right, that there's always that one bloke in the backyard cricket who loves a bat but does fuck all in the field and doesn't carry his weight. Now, we all know this one bloke. He's got a few Milton Mangoes under the belt and he reckons he's old Donny Bradman as he's walking into the crease. You know, strutting his shit, talking it, talking it up. But once he's been bowled out for a piss-poor performance of 14 by his 10-year-old niece, and he's been showing his way back to the pavilion after, you know, proving he's all show and no go. He cracks it and won't pull his weight out there in the outfield. Instead, he's going to blame the umpire which is granddad, who's as blind as the world as dog by this late in the day. Or I complain that one of the kids has moved the wheelie bin that we use as the stumps, you know, when he wasn't looking, and that was the reason why he got out. In the end, he's just going to end up in the outfield, watching the ball roll past as it goes down into the drain. So if you're this one bloke, grow up. Be a team player, brother. On the eighth day of Christmas, there is always that one bloke who cleans up at the Christmas raffle down the pub. Now, you know that one bloke. He's knocked off for the year. He's, you know, he's celebrating with the boys, but down in a couple of schooners or maybe 10. And then they start calling out all the winning numbers of the raffle. And not only does the bloke take home a meat tray, grabs himself a carton of piss and a bottle of wine, but then the lucky bastard takes home the $500 grand prize as well. So if you know this bloke, get a message to him from me, all right? Tell him to get fucked. 
Because the greedy bastard's meant to be sharing things around. It's Christmas. Tis the season to be giving. Hey, nah, you're all good, brother. I'm just dirty because I've never won anything. Now, I don't think I've ever won anything, like in a raffle or anything like that. Never picked myself up a meat tray or anything. But if you have, all right, let me know. I want to know what is the best thing that you have ever won. All right, hit me up in the comments or shoot us a DM at Smoko Convo Potty on Insta or the TikTok. Now, we're getting close to the big day. And on the ninth day of Christmas, you'll find that one bloke who puts his hand up to be in the Santa suit at the work Christmas party. Now, this guy, he deserves a fucking massive shout-out, I reckon, because he's putting smiles on dials. You know, he's making the kid's day. And I reckon, good on you, brother. You're a bloody top bloke. Now, I remember back in the day myself, like my old man, he used to work for telecom. And, you know, they used to have big family picnics and everything like that, you know, where the whole family used to go down to the park. And it was, you know, awesome Christmas parties. And there was this one year that Santa flew in in a helicopter to drop off his sack of presents, right? Now, back then, I thought this shit was cool. But then it also opened up a can of worms for all the kids as to why wasn't he in his sleigh? And I'm sure if you were a parent back then, listening into all the reasons that the dads were coming up with as to why Santa wasn't in his sleigh, I reckon they would have had some absolute bloody crackers. So I want to know if your young fella came up to you at the Christmas party and said to you, hey, dad, why did Santa rock up in a helicopter? Why wasn't he in his sleigh? Have a think about it. I want you to give us your best one. All right, so this one here popped up a number of times, guys, when it came into the comments. So there's always that one bloke who's in charge of the rubbish removal on Christmas morning. Now, you know this bloke because it's usually a dad. You know, he's sitting in the corner. He's sipping away on his bloody strong coffee because he's the same bloke who was struggling to work out how to put the bloody dollhouse together up until 2 a.m. And now he's holding this extra large bloody black garbage bag and making sure that all the wrapping paper gets put in it. Now, it's a bloody important job and someone's got to do it. But what I reckon I feel for this bloke is because he's sitting there and he's seeing all these presents getting unwrapped for the very first time that morning. And he's slowly trying to work out how much did this all fucking cost? And he's glaring over to the missus and he's trying to like inconspicuously get her attention. But deep down, she knows she's ignoring him. Because she knows that she's been given the old credit card, a bit of a fucking bashing on the Black Friday sales, and she's not going to give him the satisfaction of winning her gaze. So shout out to that bloke. Because, mate, I've been there. And I'm sure a lot of the other fellas listening have been there too. There's always that one bloke who goes way over the top when it comes to buying Christmas presents. Now, we all know this one guy because the bugger's making the rest of us look bad. He's bought the missus a new car. The kids have all got tickets to LA. And he's even chucked a pony in the backyard and put a sticker on it saying, from Santa. Now, that last bit there, this is where I reckon the bloke stepped over the line, all right? Because... 
while I'm all for shouting your family, you know, with surprises and hell, you know, if you can afford the extravagant gifts, you know, look good on you because there's no hate towards you. You've obviously worked hard for it. But I reckon the pony from Santa, that's the fucking cross right there. Because how's that going to go down when your daughter heads off to school and, you know, tells the whole class that she got a pony from Santa? I mean, but poor Sally is sitting over there and she just got herself a set of crayons and a colouring in book. And she's like, hey, hang on a second. How come the big guy in the red suit didn't give me a bloody pony? Because the big guy doesn't get the satisfaction. He doesn't get to take credit for the good presents. Goes against the magic of Christmas. Santa ain't carrying a bloody pony in his sack anyway. That's for sure. So be mindful of it, fellas. I reckon. My belief is, all right, that parents and the family members can give the cool gifts. But let the gift from Santa, from the big guy, be a reasonable one. That's my opinion anyway. Now, on the 12th day of Christmas, there's always that one bloke who's a Grinch when it comes to this time of year. Now, you know the bloke. He's allergic to potato salad and prawns, hates pavlova and pudding. Yeah, hates a whole lot. He's sensitive to the flashing lights and, you know, he spews every time he hears Mariah Carey bloody screaming her lungs out. He'd rather keep on working instead of having a break over the holidays. And even when he is on a break, the bugger just goes down to Westfield and yells out to all the kids, it's a scam. Now, while we've been talking shit and having a bit of fun this episode, guys, I just want to, you know, I want you all to take a bit of time and think about this one bloke, right? The one who seems to hate Christmas. Maybe before we tell him off and tell him to get over it, you know, and stop sucking because he never got his BMX back when he was 10, right? Maybe we should have a think about why he hates Christmas so much. You know, maybe he wants to keep working because he's got no one to go home to. You know, maybe he hates prawns and potato salad because, well, he's got no one to have Christmas lunch with. You know, maybe he ruins it for the kids at Westfield because... Well, it's his way of dealing with the fact that he doesn't get to see his kids at Christmas. Maybe this bloke is being the Grinch because, well, it's his way of hiding the fact that he's hurting. As much as I love Christmas, I understand I'm a bloody lucky bloke. You know, I've got loved ones to share it with. You know, my kids are happy and healthy. You know, we've got an abundance of food and drink to celebrate. You know, and with all that, I'm beyond grateful. But I understand that You know, there's some blokes out there that might not have that. They might be alone. Might not have all those things to look forward to. So I'm going to ask all you fellas to be one more bloke for this Christmas. Be that one bloke that checks in on him. Ask him if he's all right. Be the one bloke that asks him what he's doing and who he's doing it with. And if needed, throw out an invite to catch up And celebrate with him. Because who knows? You might be that one bloke that saves a life this Christmas. And wouldn't that be the bloody best present of all? Now, if you are that one bloke and you're listening in, guys, I'll pop a few contacts in the show notes, some organizations that you can contact over the holidays, 
And if you're ever in need, guys, make sure you reach out. So now that's us for the episode, legends. I hope you guys have all had as much fun as I have. And do us a favor and share it around, you know, or at the very least, take the time to have a bit of a yarn and tell another bloke about it. So get him to tune in next time, you know, and wrap his ears around the next episode. But in the meantime, all right, Merry Christmas, stay safe, start the convo, and as always, keep on having a crack. Ah, shit. You heard it. You know what that means. It's time to get back into it. Huge shout out to everyone who tuned in to today's episode. Stay safe. We'll see you bloody legends next week.